Hello, my friends. I say, I just caught a glimpse of myself. I look like heck. No, your eyes just are little slits. Hello, my friends. This is Andy and Hedia coming to you live, barely live, uh, for the Living Fearless Devotional. Great to see you on this Monday night, November 21st. November 21st. Me and Andy have been having a sick staycade. <laughs> yes. We've eaten lots of takeout and picnic on the bed yes, morning, noon, uh, and night while Andy tries to recover. He's still a little bit under the weather. I made him take the nebulizer today because mm -hmm. he started to scare me. He couldn't breathe. Yeah, it's a little tough to breathe. So we'll get through this. Sorry if I'm uh, breathing heavy into your ears. Don't get too excited. I'm sick. It's not anything <laughs> other than that. What uh, what do we have going on here with the ResurrectMinistry.com? ResurrectMinistry.com. That's where you can find all of our content, all of our past shows, Andy's Fearless Man podcast, as well as my articles to the Christian Post. You could drop us a line. We'd love to hear from you, whatever comments you may want to share with us. And if you're so inclined to donate, there's a little click now button, donate now button that pops up under the screen, annoyingly as usual. <laughs> <laughs> and if any of you are watching this from a post on Facebook and wondering why we're not live on Facebook is because Hedia got in trouble. What? <laughs> Never the case. I have I, no interest in commenting on things that get you in trouble. I, who knew that talking about the fentanyl problem would get me in trouble? Yeah, well, then you just ruined our broadcast. For <laughs> I got like 23 more days or something like that. 24 more days until I'm out of Facebook jail. Yeah. Orale. Kate found us here too. Great. Hi, wait, Kate. Wait. That's a different oh, on last YouTube, name. Oh, YouTube. She's yeah. Kate Reed. Yes. Oh. Hopefully Cindy will find us too. Because she's letting us know because of the Australian flag. Yes. Hopefully that's the Australian flag. Yeah, it looks like a British flag to me, but, yeah, but I don't do. know the difference. They're part. They used to be part of the British Empire. Commonwealth. That too. And Carrie News is on. Hi, Nice Carrie. to see Carrie News. Let's get into this devotional. And uh, again, we're in Morning by Morning by Charles Spurgeon devotional. And the reference is Ephesians 4.30, which says, Do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, mm. Hedia. Yes. Charles Spurgeon. To live by. Charles Spurgeon says, All that you have as a believer comes from Christ but it comes solely through the channel of the spirit of grace. Uh -huh. In addition, just as all blessings flow to you through the Holy Spirit, nothing good can flow out of you, such as holy thinking, devout worship, or any gracious action apart from the sanctifying operation of that same spirit. So true. Even if the good seed has been sown in you, it will lie dormant unless he works in you, to will and act according to his good purpose. Do you aspire to speak for Jesus? How can you unless, you unless the Holy Spirit touches your tongue? Do you desire to pray? Oh, what tedious work it would be unless the Spirit himself intercedes for us. Do you long for holiness and to subdue sin in your life? Do you desire to imitate your master? Do you hope to rise to lofty heights of spirituality, wanting to be made like the angels of God, full of eagerness and zeal of your master's cause? You can't without the spirit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Dear branch of the vine, you cannot produce any fruit without the sap of the vine. O child of God, you have no life within you apart from the life God gave you through his spirit. Right. Thus, 
May we not grieve him or provoke him to anger by our sin. Oh, there you go, right there. <laughs> May we be sensitive to even his faintest touch, follow his every suggestion, and be ready to obey his every prompting. If the Holy Spirit is indeed so powerful, may we never attempt anything without him. May we begin no project, run no enterprise, or conclude any transaction without imploring his blessing. May we give him his due honor by recognizing our complete weakness apart from him and then depend upon him alone. And may this be our prayer. Mm. Lord, open my entire heart and soul to your infilling and uphold me with your spirit once I have received the fullness of that spirit in my inmost being. Amen. Wow. Uh, can I read John 15 first? Do you want to say something first? No, it just kind of, you asked me before, did I have anything the first time I read it? And mm -hmm. nothing was coming to me. But the second time, it made me think of, um, you know, just like certain last couple of weeks, you and I have been discussing a few things. We have friends who have things that they have been going through with, with significant others or, or family members or even friends that are difficult. And I don't know if if any of them have, have, did, have done the same thing as us, is where before we get into a discussion, we fail to pray. And I think that that's sometimes something <laughs> that I think this is what I, I just hear. Like, why are you trying to solve a problem? Why are you trying to even have a discussion about something without having me involved? Right. God, and God reminds us and says, all right, you want to have this discussion without me? Blammo. <laughs> Proceed. <laughs> Proceed with Proceed. your own shortcuts. Proceed. <laughs> it reminds me a little bit of the show that we're watching. Oh. They go, well, let's go. Okay, no, let's do this and that. And then they don't. And then disaster happens. Yeah. And I think that's just what it spoke to me. It said, I mean, this is what I've been trying to tell you for the last couple of weeks. Very true. I think uh, I think as the uh, our pastor, Pastor Jack Hibbs, has been talking about all of the signs that are not signs of the tribulation, but that are markers that the Lord told us about what happened in the last days. Mm -hmm. And I think as that wickedness and evil increases, the burden um, on us increases mm -hmm. and the spiritual warfare increases. And I know I've heard from a bunch of our friends uh, that they're going through difficult things. We've gone through difficult things. <coughs> I think it's, it's more important now than ever to surrender to the Holy Spirit and realize that's why Hold on one second. Someone was tapping at the gods. Okay. Downstairs. Oh, that's scary. On the patio door, somebody was tapping on our guest. Okay. You stay up here. You keep talking. I'll be back. So I'm going to read. There's somebody tapping on the glass, and it scared my daughter. So sorry about that. Okay. So I want to read John 15, 1 through 5. I am the true vine, and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit. Well, every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. You are already clean because of the word I've spoken to you. Remain in me as I remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain on the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine. You are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. And I want to draw attention to, he cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit. 
And while every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes. And I think that is what a lot of us are experiencing. It's not just the spiritual warfare from the enemy, but God is pruning out of us our negative character. So he's calling attention to the deficits and the difficulties that we have so that we could walk through them with him in front of us. In other words, if we find ourselves in conflicts or difficulty in similar ways in which we have in the past, I believe often the Lord is challenging us to walk through them in a different way. He wants us to overcome our personal, mental, emotional challenges or temptation, lustful challenges, and come to the other side with a branch that bears fruit. And so I've seen this in my own life, and I think a couple of our friends have seen it too, where it's like, how am I here again? And I think the Lord is saying, come, I'm going to walk you through this one. You're going to get through this. It's not going to kill you, but you're going to come out the other side pruned and bearing fruit. And so I think it's really important for all of us to remember that when we're in those kinds of challenges, that it is the spirit that'll pull us through. It is the Lord's spirit in us, for it's no longer I who lives, but the Christ that lives in me, um, that pulls us through and that we draw from that well. We draw from that well that he puts inside of us and constantly asking us and constantly asking him for that well to be refilled so that it is from him that we act. As Andy said, you know, when we go into a difficult conversation, we pray and we ask him to be present because without him, it ends up a fleshly uh, and most likely an argument because it becomes about ego and flesh and desire, and it is not about glorifying the Lord. So that's something we definitely need to remember. Uh, nobody was trying to kill us? Not that I know. Oh, wow. And you brought a device with you. you is it show and tell time? Yes. <laughs> Ephesians 4.30. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God with whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. I don't know how many times the Lord's had to repeat that sentence to me. But yes, he expects holiness. For him to work in and through us, we have to be a purified vessel so that his glory will shine through. Otherwise, it's like a dirty mirror. We keep dirtying the mirror that reflects him so that people can't see him. They see us. And the, you know what I mean? <laughs> that's pretty good. That's the problem. It is if it's, it's our surrender to him and our, main, our maintenance, maintaining holiness. And so a lot of people, I, I, you know, my Facebook uh, page is often filled with anybody who talks about repentance there's a slew of people who respond, we're under grace, we're not under the law, we're under grace. We're okay, wait a minute. We are under grace, but that doesn't mean we don't bring our sin to the Lord, repent so that he may cleanse us of all unrighteousness. Mm -hmm. We do that daily and regularly so that we can walk in holiness because otherwise the sin dirties the mirror. It attaches to us and makes it more difficult for us to act more like Jesus. He says, do you want to talk for Jesus? Well, if you keep muddying yourself with sin and not bringing it to the Lord to cleanse you of all unrighteousness, then you're just piling that on top of the spirit that you have within you. Mm. So it's not about salvation, folks. Grace, yes, he died once and for all on the cross. 
He defeated, defeated sin, hell, death, and the grave. But we still sin. Yep. And so that just piles on top of that beautiful light and spirit that wants to do miraculous things through us. And we just keep making it difficult. On ourselves. On ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> and on him. Yeah. Because he can't work in and through us when we're just, when we're stuck in sin. And not that's not even, that doesn't even have to be grievous sin. Mm -hmm. Any sin. When we're angry, when we're depressed when we lack hope when we lack uh joy all of those things that muddy the ability of his glory to shine through us they could be simple things right i'm picking up what you're putting down whoa hey everybody we have a couple <laughs> of comments here carrie saying hi to kate yay <laughs> kate saying hi to carrie nice Pruning hurts. Amen. Glory be to the king. <laughs> Pruning hurts. <laughs> yeah. Again is right. I get so irritated that I'm such a hard head. Oh, for sure. For sure. Take regular repentance baths. Amen. <laughs> Amen. And I always feel uh, much better after I pray for repentance. Because he cleanses you of all unrighteousness. It's like taking a shower. Like she said, it's a bath. Yeah. It, it, feels it, feels, it, it does feel different now. It, it, there, there's the difference of how I used to feel when I was a kid as a Catholic. Oh, well, that's because you were being forced it was, by it, someone. It, <laughs> yes. It was, it was some it random was man. Guilt, it was guilt-ridden. Yeah. And shame. And, uh, and it's not that I shouldn't be ashamed now for whatever sin that comes my way, but it's it, there's almost a relief. Like, ugh. I have, a, I have a loving God. It's kind of like, um, you know, when you when you go to tell somebody, you know, I got to tell you something that happened. Um, and then you tell them, they go, oh, that's it. Oh, okay. Well, that's all right. I love you. And, it, you know, it's okay. And you go, oh my gosh, I thought it was, I thought this was going to be like a, a horrible thing I had to share. And it turns out that it's not as bad as I thought it was. You don't surprise them. Right. Yeah. Yes. That's perfect. Yeah. Way to go. Because he's in the he's in the future. Yeah. He already knows that we're going to do that. <laughs> so he wants us to present it to him for us to feel better. Mm. That's the difference between confessing to a man exactly. and confessing to God. Exactly. We don't have to go through the the middleman. Exactly. Nice. What a good what a good discussion a I'm good glad. analogy i'm glad especially those of us that are uh, former catholics <laughs> kate says prick me and i still scream yes <laughs> you remind me of my daughter courtney regularly oh my gosh, yeah <laughs> uh and though i don't respond as i used to kate says i give it to him and don't carry it hmm. yeah that's the goal right is that we give it to him and sometimes it takes a couple of days sometimes it gives it, it takes a couple of weeks but i think the the essence of it must be that we have to believe and have hope and faith that it will get resolved. So we just have to stand our ground when the enemy attacks and the enemy may be us. I make a table for you in the presence. Of, you make a table for me in the presence of my enemies hmm. and enemies are external and internal. So he's saying, I will make this table and I will anoint your head with oil. So I will prove to you, you will get out of it. But you have to come. You have to walk. Yes. You know, you have to walk the walk and go through the process um, to get through it. 
uh, I was listening to a sermon where one of these pastors was like the, the biggest problem. He says, some of the miraculous things happen in the wilderness. Like we, we all have like the wilderness, like the Israelites had, mm-hmm. where we're just wandering and wandering and we're just in a mire of junk and we just can't seem to get out of it. And he says, and there's amazing blessings that come in that wilderness where he feeds us out of nowhere and he picks us up when we thought we'd never get back on our feet again. And he says, but the danger is you get stuck in the wilderness. You stay there. And he's like, the Lord wants us to have faith and hope and to move knowing that he walks before us. Wow. So good. I took a little bit of God with me outside to search for the bad guy. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> what do you think it was? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it was a raccoon or something? She said it also could have been the ice maker. Of the refrigerator? Yeah. Oh. Just the sound maybe caught her off guard. Was she in the kitchen when it happened? Oh, I didn't ask her that. Oh. I assume she was in her bedroom. But I searched oh, the backyard. I tactically searched the backyard. Did you? Yeah. Wow. Does it have bullets in that thing or is what? it just a scare? <laughs> <laughs> We are armed and dangerous, folks. <laughs> I I cleared the backyard like a like the SWAT team. But oh, I took God with me. Like, God, I wish come. I saw. Did Zara go with you? No. Well, she went in the kitchen. She like saw me come out, and she goes, oh, "Okay." Clear the backyard. Okay. Clear. Kate, <laughs> Kate says, "Amen." Not not to what we're talking about the earlier discussion. And Carrie agrees. And feeling that. Yeah. Um, did you already go through the scripture? Yes. Okay. <laughs> there was one. Let me read. I want I wanted to um I want to let's see. Hold on, hold on one second, one second. Works in you in order to fulfill his good purpose. Um I did a whole discussion on the vine and the branches. Oh, did you? Pruning them. All right, then I want to ask about that again. Cutting them. He cuts off every branch <laughs> that bears no fruit. <laughs> I did have a discussion about that, but perhaps the bad guy took it away from me because I thought I, if I looked at it, it would remind me of uh, what I was thinking earlier when I read those. Uh, Kate says, tactically, awesome. Next time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's funny how YouTube it is funny how go to jail. It, it could be a couple of years until you do something like that and it all comes back to you cutting the pie Thank around God, the corner. I was worried if it would come back to you. <laughs> of course I, it does. I mean, that's one of the reasons I married you. you know? That's why I said yes to you. It's like you were going to protect us. And I kind of wonder sometimes, you know, I'm like, wow. Checking doorknobs and then checking over the bushes. Because <laughs> usually you send either me or Kelly to go do it. Yeah, so. you guys, well, when I know it's nothing bad. <laughs> This, this look on her face, maybe it was real. So <laughs> now I go, oh, I can't send Eddie. <laughs> uh, do you want to read what Jim had to say about this? Uh, we read the last part, so we can oh. just read the beginning. Okay. The Holy Spirit is also known as the Spirit of God and the Spirit of Christ, which is what Paul called the Spirit in the following verse. You, however, are controlled not by your sinful nature, but by the Spirit, if the Spirit of God lives in you. And if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ, he does not belong to Christ. And that's from Romans 8, 9. And the life of Christ, we live as believers. We live through the power of his indwelling spirit. For Paul said, I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. That's Galatians 2, 20. Spurgeon today quotes one partial verse of John 15, but we read the whole passage. And as you meditate on the words of Jesus, remember 
It is his spirit, the spirit of Christ that lives in you. You know, what's so funny. What? Not really funny. It's not even a good, it's just so interesting that I could have been around this faith for as long as I have been. And it isn't until uh, I think doing these devotionals, maybe from Wigglesworth, that I learned about Christ being in me. Oh yeah, we've spent a lot of devotions. Yes, like what? What was it about those first 25, 30 years that perhaps I, you know, come across it? I don't know how many times, and never really heard that in a way that it that I heard it in a way that I heard it. You know what I mean? That it yeah. was being read, but I never heard it. Yeah, I never understood what that means. It's almost, it really is almost like a new concept. Well, I think that comes from that statement that he says that he says that if uh, you, however, are not controlled by sinful nature, but by the spirit, if the spirit of God lives in you. Mm. So we cannot understand scripture unless the spirit of Christ is living in us. No doubt. And so 100%. And now you, and so you could see how there's so many Christians who think they're actually followers of Christ and think they received the indwelling, but they have not, hmm. you know, this it's wild. I even, I was even thinking in the beginning where he was saying um, that all that you have as a believer comes from Christ, but it comes solely through the channel of the spirit of grace. So just as all blessings flow to you through the spirit, nothing good can flow out of you such as holy thinking, devout worship, or any gracious action <laughs> apart from the sanctifying operation of that spirit. So nowadays, like our, our pastor, Pastor Jack Hibbs, put out an announcement saying, like, where is the New Testament church? Like, if you look around, most of the churches in the United States are not New Testament churches. And people make the mistake of thinking that the pastor is anointed because there are people in the seats. And that's not the judge of fruit. The judge of fruit is whether people are being discipled and the word of God is being taught and people are growing in the faith. Because there are so many preachers who take a script. I mean, remember, you can teach this stuff through Google. Mm -hmm. You know, you can look up what does this verse mean, write a couple of commentaries, like, like you have done, like I have done, like anybody who's been a consultant you could take almost any topic, research it a little bit and write something about it. And so, so many of the pastors are doing just that. They are orators. They are just speakers. They're good speakers and they happen to be talking about the Bible. So it is, it is really important that the person's anointing is a Holy Spirit anointing. And you tell that in the fruit of the disciples. Hmm. Is the church growing? Are they growing in faith? Right. So if you have a bunch of, if you have a church filled with people that don't have the Holy Ghost, there's a problem, mm. even if there's thousands of them. Yeah. Right? Yeah. A lot of people go for the entertainment of it all. Right. Or a cultural. Or they're just hearing the things that make them feel good. You know, the thing, same thing happens with um, self-help gurus mm -hmm. um, where, you know, in San Diego, I spent 10 years probably with these group of people. A lot of the same people would show up at the same conferences, whether it was, you know, learn how to write a book or it's marketing like and that kind of stuff. And you would go and I would see the same people. Now, there were about 5% of us 
that actually did something with the information that we were learning and changed our lives in, in many positive ways or developed programs or like our mastermind retreat and group and stuff like that. And our cars would change, you know, <laughs> they would get nicer <laughs> or what have you, our circumstances would change. Yeah. Uh, and then other people would drive the same old clunker for the 10 years that I knew them. Like nothing ever changed. Like, but they're like, they couldn't wait to go to the conference. Because and they go, so what, it's like a high. I go, what are you getting out of the conference? They go, oh, I just love the people. It feels good. Thing. I go, but and I, nothing's <laughs> changing. And you've never, like people, they would come to the book oh, writing conference so true. Uh, and use it for marketing. And they would talk about the, the, the projects that they have in their head and the, the things they're going to do once they do it. And then five, six years later, I'd say, did you ever write that book? Well, no, but I'm going to. But yet you keep coming to these conferences, spending two, $300, $500 and $100 a night for the room and all this stuff. And you can't afford that, but yet you keep doing it. Yeah, I don't understand. But that's the thing. How don't you see that in a church? Yeah. <laughs> yes. So I'm bringing it back. Yes. But like it's it, it becomes it's a cultural to have it. Mm. You know, this is what we do. We go with our family. Our kids go to the you know the junior high program, and this is our friend group, and we volunteer. You know, we we make boxes of love. You know, like it just they do all the things that look like Christians. But are they truly growing um, with the indwelling of the Holy Spirit? Are they mm. really spirit-filled? Are their lives being transformed? So it's so important that we ask all of ourselves. We, we have to constantly ask ourselves. If we're sealed with the Holy Spirit, just as he says, you may have a seed planted in you, but is it growing? Is the seed growing or is it just lying dormant? Is it still a seed? Mm. Is it still just a seed? Because remember, the seed is supposed to plant a uh, uh, what is it called? A, a trunk to bear branches and to bear fruit. If it's still a seed inside of you, something's wrong. Yeah. So there's a little bit of, of some people just love being stuck. Strangely mm -hmm. enough, they love to be stuck in well, their the familiarity. And, yeah. It's the familiarity. As I, as I begin, the, the pictures of certain people kind of entered my brain. And, I, and there's almost something about it that they seem, it's almost scary to get out of that pit. Of, I mean, that, that pit, that's what I meant to say. That pit that they're in, that it's kind of safe and it's felt, it feels, like you said, familiar. Yeah. Because um, then they know they'll have to perform too. Mm -hmm. They'll actually have to do something. Oh, that's a good point. Carrie says we have to be mm. in the word also. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That's another reason why people don't grow mm. is that if you just, the only Bible you get is three verses on Sunday. Uh, that's going to be very, very difficult. That's a very difficult way to grow because uh, it's not enough, especially nowadays. Yeah. Is that why Pastor Jack Hibbs gives us like 15 verses and not three? Well, that's why he does exp expositional teaching. He mm. goes verse by verse. So that at least you're going to get the entire Bible cover to cover if you go for 20, 25 years. <laughs> but, but it's... Uh, it takes them that long just to go through one, one book. We'll be in Romans for <laughs> at least five, 10 years. Until Jesus comes. Until Jesus comes. Oh. And Carrie says... And you finally made it your yeah. own. You vested in Jesus. <laughs> yes. Yes. <sighs> By their fruits, you will know who they are, Kate says. Mm -hmm. Yes. Love to see me walking around with a gun. <laughs> <laughs> the gun's behind the camera. I didn't bring it. Uh, but yes, my 
my pretend gun that I had here. <laughs> uh, that's teaching style. Says yes. Kate Reed. I want to know who this Kate Reed is. <laughs> <laughs> um, what have you? What have you heard from God? If you can share in the last couple of days, there's something uh, about you in these last couple of days that has that you have a little bit of a glow about you. Do you know what it is? Do you know what I'm talking about? I do. You do. I didn't know I was glowing. Yes. <laughs> Every time. You, 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 go ahead. No, go. No, I just said you um, came in the room the other day and you were just like glowing. Is that when I was in my black workout outfit? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you're mistaking the glow for something else. <laughs> well, it was the white workout top with the black and then there was the there was the uh, the other the, uh, no but it was just, there's something more than that yeah chinooks <laughs> that you walked in and there's like just there's something well that's why i i i took to this these verses of john because every time i struggle you know and i and i get stuck i feel like the lord um, and I pray and I cry and I pray and I cry and then he lifts it. And so every time I survive one of those, I feel like I get stronger. Mm. You know, all the, I can't do it. I'm not going to make it. I'm not cut out for this. And it is the Lord saying, yes, you are. I put you here because you are, you know, and mm. it's just, it's me just, Believing all the things that I'm saying to other people is what I say to myself. <laughs> um, I do it. I, he pulls me through it. You know, it's just a, it's a, it's hard. It's hard because you don't, uh, you get, especially for me, so much negativity was spoken over me that it's very hard for me to, um, to break the habits of patterns and the mindset uh, that protected me for so many years. And mm -hmm. so when Christ puts me in an entirely new situation and says, go forth daughter, I just, every now and then are like, I just can't, I'm not, I, I what am I doing? And he's like, what, 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 what? come back, come back, focus, focus. Let me prune. Yes. <laughs> focus daughter, focus. Mm -hmm. So yeah, thank you. Mm -hmm. It's awesome. What about you? Uh, anything else coming up? I think that's it. Coming up through your glowiness? No, it's just <laughs> hanging on. So I'll tell my friends out there that I've spoken to in the past couple of days. Oh, yeah. You've had a bunch of conversations. Yeah, seems. it's just hang on. I just keep, I tell them what I, I've been going through some horrible things myself. And, you know, whether it's from family problems or just myself. Uh, it is, you just got to hang on and trust that the Lord's going to bring you through. If he puts you in it, he's going to take you through it. Mm. Kate says, one glows when one is contented that he's got it and exchanged the stuff for peace. Amen. Thank you. And actually it's funny because I told you that some girl that I'd never met that I prayed over at Mir Mariama said that to me. Mm -hmm. She said, I feel your peace. 
She says, she said, that's really cool. And that's the gift that the Lord gives. Because when you refuse to give up and you stand and you surrender it to the Lord, he fills you with peace. And it's particularly, this has happened with me a couple of times. It's particularly interesting that somebody often will say that after you've been through a S storm. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I have no other way of putting it, but it, because it's like, just like, it's, I mean, there's craziness. And then maybe a day later, less than even sometimes 24 hours later, you'll run into somebody and go, oh my gosh, you look so great. You look like there's, you're Peace. just, you're just so happy. You go, man, you should have seen me yesterday. My hair was on fire. <laughs> right. Because you don't, because when you, when you, um, when you're in a pit, mm -hmm. you're inclined to do very bad things. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You resort to either flesh, like I've got all kinds of vices that mm -hmm. I could have turned to. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And when you don't, that's also what the Lord's re rewarding you for. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't break down, you don't run, you don't go crazy, you don't engage in sin, and you just stand your ground. The Lord rewards that kind of determination, the resilience, the discipline. Yeah. So. Very good. Thank you. All right. Kate says thank you. Uh, thank you, Kate. It was great to talk to you. I, I love talking to our friends. It's so neat to have like, especially Kate, she's all the way in Australia. Mm. It's just, it's so neat to connect personally and to know one another and um, to be there for each other. So thank when you, you. When you talk on the phone to somebody from Australia, does it sound like they're really far away? No, not? interestingly oh. enough, we talked on Messenger and it literally sounded like she was next door. <laughs> That's so funny. Hey, how about if, um, let's see, one more comment here. Yes. In a pit. Is it four alarm fire for those around me? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Exactly. Can uh, you close us in prayer for yes. um, God to work in everybody's lives who uh, Absolutely. we've been speaking to? That'd be awesome. Oh, dear Lord, thank you. Thank you for being such a wonderful father. Thank you for being Abba, the father, the heavenly father that we all need and um, give our lives to because without you, there is no, um, we don't have a life worth living, Lord. So we ask that you continue to work in and through us and that you give us your hedge of protection for your righteous servants that are trying to do good on the earth, Lord, that you fill us afresh with your Holy Spirit so that we may walk boldly in the victory that you have already promised. You've promised goodness. You have promised that you'd never leave us or forsake us that you have plans to prosper us and not to harm us. You've counted every hair on our head and knew us before the foundation of the earth. We know you go before us and that you are our rear guard and nothing can harm us, that all things will work together for the good of those who love you and who are called. Oh, we're so grateful for your precious promises, Lord. All the promises of the Bible that you gave your beloved, the people of Israel, and you've given to us those that believe in Christ, Lord, we hold on to those promises for we, we know we will see them in our lives. Thank you for blessing us. Thank you for protecting us. And we ask that you bind and bind the enemy and keep him far from us, Lord, whether it's the enemies, the princes and principalities of the dark forces in the heavenly realms, Lord, 
or it's ourselves. <laughs> Protect us from ourselves, Lord, that you renew our hearts, that you transform our minds, and you continue day by day drawing us closer to glory, Lord. Uh, we love you and we honor you with everything that we do. It's in the mighty name of Jesus that we pray. Amen. Amen. Awesome. All right, my friends. We love sure, you guys. Make sure you get the Edify app. Have a great night. E-D-I. Edify, Christian Podcast Network, edifi.app. Thank you for joining us on YouTube. We'll be here for a while. So <laughs> next time you see us post, it's going to be on YouTube. Yes. All right. We, we love night. you. Good night.